the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, 8 to 9, where we discuss and dissect political talking points. And boy, I can't tell if I'm more glad that Bolton has been fired or that none of the Soviets posing as Democrats are in office as you have chaos, and I mean chaos, going on around the world. First of all, I don't like information the way it's spit out and then shoved down your throat where you're just expected to believe everything. But it is undeniable that there is fire in the oil wells of Saudi Arabia. Now, how it got there and who's going to benefit and who did it, are often always the same answer. But in this case, it is mayhem. And I can't help but notice, there's always the same guys. The guys who never had a chance or never were going to go to war, have no kids that are going to go to war. They're always the first ones screaming war. And that's why I am going to say, and this is, this is two times in a row that I've been on radio, where I am very thankful that Donald Trump is in the office and fired John Bolton, number one. And number two, realizes Lindsey Graham should just sit in the corner and be pulled out when he wants something uh, cheerlead and he wants some sort of a rah-rah, bring him out. But in the meantime, these guys, their snap judgment to just go to war, I kind of would like to know exactly what happened in this situation because, you know, McBeth and I were talking about this before the, the show started. From what the way I understand it is, Yemen, first of all, Saudi Arabia has been at war with Yemen for years. I don't like our involvement in that particular war. I don't like how it, it quietly, all of a sudden, every every few months, one, two or three or one or two of our guys shows up dead in Iran, which or in Yemen, which means they're fighting there. Which means we have people that are clearly fighting. It's like that old nonsense they did in Vietnam. Oh, they're advisors. Yeah, sure. And the weapons, and you know, I I, I don't like how we took the side of Saudi Arabia when there are massive questions about Saudi Arabia for the last 70 years, and whose side exactly they're on. So I don't like any of that nonsense. And then the, 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 the warriors in Yemen said, yes, we, we did it. Immediately after the so-called bombing, they claim responsibility for it. And Pompeo says, no, 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 Iran did it. Now, we're watching Iran. If anybody doubts that, then explain to me why our ships are there, why we have uh, intelligence there, why the CIA is constantly surveilling them. 
if in fact Iran did it and it somehow slipped past all of their surveillance we clearly have going on, how did we let that happen, number one? Number two, why is there this huge push? It's already hostile. It's already uh, 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 at higher points other than 1979 with the hostage situation in Iran. Yeah. Why jump on that right now? I well, I think the point being made is that Iran backs the uh, the people fighting Saudi Arabia. As so we kind of like we back the Contras. And as we so they're giving them guns, they're giving them money, they're giving them supplies, they're supplying them, they're taking black market crude off them. As we sell Saudi weapons, sure. as we clearly have a military presence there, whether yeah, they want but, to admit it or not. But we're doing that in the open. Are we? Yeah. Maybe not the military presence part of it so much, but. It reminds me. To of, be fair, if you're if you're there are there advising someone, somebody starts shooting at you, you're probably going to shoot at them. See, here's the thing. I think it, I I don't think it's patriotic, and I mean this. But this is a broader position to have. I don't think it's patriotic to listen to the first thing your government says and says, "Yes, absolutely, I totally agree with you, and let's go to war with Iran." Of course not. But I am going to tell you when things are shoved down our throat in this fashion, and I can't help but notice it's always on the weekend. You notice that? where not a lot of people could do anything other than hit the headlines on it. It's like that Friday dump. Well, yeah, the last, uh, last administration nailed that strategy. When you think about it, who benefits from this thing? Now, now here's the other thing. Nobody was killed in the Saudi tank? Well, Just the oil. I, Just... I, I believe that's the case. And mm-hmm. while um, I don't know if there are any firefighter injuries or anything like that, but yeah, I mean, if you want to look at who benefits, so let's look at what the effects are. So crude's going to rise, obviously. Saudi benefits? Saudi Iran benefits all the oil, all Anybody the oil producing crude oil. America, us. yeah. I don't like that. I like to look a little bit beyond that first layer. I like a more clear-cut problem. If you're going to have a problem, I like it to be apparent. How does this? How does Iran successfully do this with everything that's going on? With the amount of surveillance we have, how does Saudi Arabia let this happen and nobody gets killed? What do they have? No security there. See, uh, there's just that, a gate there. That to me is more the question. Is is how in, on earth? Did the Saudis let this happen? Now, we know that we've we've have Star Wars technology. We know if there's a bird that gained 30 pounds and is flying through the air. Well, they know we that. have to look. You, you actually have to be looking right. Having yeah. having that technology only helps if you're using it. And we've sold the Saudis a lot of stuff. It seems like they did not have their eye on the ball. Well, they're dressed in sheets. Now, I don't know how big the <laughs> I don't know how big the uh, lounging around all the time. How hey, could you, you ever had you ever had a shoe over your head? You can see through it. Would you be if you didn't have underwear on? Well, I mean, that's, that's a different question for me than for most people. I'd but, be relaxed. Um, <laughs> true, true. I'm a I'd, sweaty man. I'd be um, relaxed, yeah. I, I, I'm just going to tell you something. It yeah. just seems to me, all of a sudden, look at look at what's happening. It's terrible, terrible. And by the way, I'm going to make more money now than I ever did. Or more money now than I did the day before it happened. That, to me, says, wait a minute. It reminds me of Goldman Sachs pretending to be a victim the whole time being the perpetrator. And they come out on top ahead better than before. Seems to me like uh, somebody else should have caught that. Am I just that suspicious? I think well, I am. Anytime um, a well prepared, a supposedly well prepared, and a demonstrably well equipped uh, people is taken off guard, like on 9 11, there's reasons to question 9 11. Not mm-hmm. because somebody imploded those buildings on purpose, but because we had the absolute ability and the knowledge exactly. to, to take care of that before it happened. And, and we simply didn't. You know what came out on uh, on September 11th was uh, uh, the the reality that uh, Kerry, or no, no, I'm not sorry, Kerry. I get them confused because they both look like trees from the Wizard of Oz. Mueller, yes, c- 
covered up. They do for the look side. like they could be brothers. Yeah. No, remember the apple trees that were thrown in at the yes. Yeah, they looked just like them. Anyway, they, uh, that you he, were born then. I wasn't. He but, was involved. <laughs> he was involved in a major scandal with the Saudis. I never liked the connection. I never liked it between Bush one and the Saudis. I never liked it really since World War II. And all of the skullduggery we allow, we turn the blind eye. It wasn't that long ago we were supposedly mad at the Saudis because they killed the, uh, the American citizen, the reporter. You remember that? It seems that no matter what they do, we're always flipping the bill and we're always blindly on their side. I don't like it. And I've always wondered, how can we do this so openly when we realize that country itself is not just a true monarchy. It is a country where atrocities are committed and supported by the government, the one we have a relationship with. You know, they're not too fond of uh, anybody with freedom in Saudi Arabia. And I'm not just talking about the women who can't walk around without that beekeeper costume on. I'm talking about anybody who isn't part of that inbred uh, so-called royal, their royal my derriere, so-called royal family. I, I, the whole country, to me, as principled people... I screen people, one call and you go into inbred dairy airs? What are you but talking to me, about? To me, if we're principled Americans and we really believe in what, what America stands for, so we good. wouldn't give that country the time of day. No how kidding. do you run it over there? You want to know how you could fix all of this nonsense by just not exchanging currency with these people. Yeah. That's it. Over with. What are you doing? How do you run your country? You now, might have to exchange some lead and brass. I don't even In think you'd situation. have to. Yeah, I think you might have do to. do a lot less than we have you to do You might have to. We got time for the call? Yes. All right. Let's go to, uh, my mouse is not working. Mike. Mm-hmm. How are you, Mike? Thanks not for calling. Great. Sean, it's Mike the Bond Trader from the board. Hey, Mike. I got a question for you. You're talking about who's going to benefit. I don't think anybody's going to benefit. I think the Saudis are going to lose because they're going to lose $100 bucks taping that little uh, refinery back together. Poppycock. The price of they the got the reserves. Oil, they got the reserves. Johnny, yeah. John, let a guest talk for a second. Right, go ahead. The price He's of oil right. hasn't not a guest. Go ahead. He's right. That gas buddy across the country. Nobody has risen the price of gas yet at the pump. But, Nobody anywhere. But we're talking about oil. You're talking about gas. Those are two different things. Nobody's yeah, talking about because the uh, yeah. What do you? What's the major thing they do with oil? They turn into gas. That's the, Sean. The price. <laughs> what, what's the price of oil changed over the last forty-eight hours? Well, well, let me ask you this. Why is it above $50? When we've got new strikes. Here's the other thing, Mike. Sean, John, get back to the fire. The fire went off. The drones came in, started the place on fire. What has the change in the price of oil? Not 1% percent The markets right aren't now. open. The markets aren't open. The markets open Monday. And they're, they're speculating. Sean, the markets are open 24 hours a day. But not, not officially. Said he opened the reserves if he has to. Exactly. Why? It hasn't. So if you're anywhere. right, if you're right, why would he say that? If you're right, why would he say that? No, this is, this is. I mean, that, that to me, I'm going to tear that apart when we get back after the break, because that was completely stupid on many, many levels. Gas That's is not, not nice. the major thing. Oil is. Oil, gas is a byproduct, and it's not the biggest either. Gas is not the biggest thing that oil produces. So it's, it's more than the pump. God almighty. We'll be back after this. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody so here's the thing. This has bothered me for decades, and it's really the reason I met Dan Proft and Bruce Wolf. first time I ever called. They were talking about oil, and they were talking about it like it was gasoline. Listen to me. It's everything. You understand? It's cement. 
all plastics, asphalt, tires, transportation, costs. everything, rubber. It's everything. Yeah. Heating, everything. The bags. It's not just gas. Doorstops. So here's the thing. Stripping. Since since 2005, actually 04, we have discovered oceans of oil in this country that we have not even come close to tapping. Oceans upon oceans. They have discovered more oil in Alaska. They have discovered more oil in the oceans than ever thought before. Yeah. And you know what happened after these major discoveries? The price went up yeah. for the first time in history. Yeah. And you know why? Because they manipulate the way in which we have access to it. Well, and there's something to be said for the fact that it costs us a lot more to get it out of the out of the ground of uh, North Dakota than it costs the Saudis to pull it out of the desert. And the reasons that it does that is government. Right. Through various regulations is, and permits it, and, to, and problems fair, and labor costs that they, they force them to have. They do have pressurized surface wells yeah. in Saudi Arabia that we don't have in North Dakota. We have to, to go seek it out in and amongst the rocks. And But due to fracking and various other things. It's, it's become, a it's become a lot cheaper. It's become a lot cheaper. But we're still at like three to four times the expense. But so, just... Just pan back with me for a minute, yeah. and we'll get to the phone lines. So think about when is the last time we have quadrupled the supply of any product, yet the price went up? When's the last time that happened? Furbies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You've got me. Yeah. Very Beanie good. babies. Checkmate. Furbies. Yeah. It's, it's consumer attitude and demand. It, it, it literally is just how much people are willing to pay and how much they can be told they need to pay. But when a cartel controls it. Right. When a cartel controls the politics, controls yeah. the, 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 the way in which it's actually refined, when it controls the way it's pulled out of the ground, when it controls who has it, that cartel sets the price more than the, than the commodity-based system. Absolutely. So this is a, to me, and I'm speculating, this to me is a big winner oil is for also, anybody with oil. Yeah, oil is also highly politicized too, right? So is. the Saudis were willing to boost production to drop the price to kind of screw uh, Russia. A little bit a couple of years ago. And that also screwed us, which they didn't mind. But but yeah, they I mean they they play with it. It's a tool for them. When it's, George, not, it's just as pure, okay, let's see what the bottom line granted, is. Granted it was nineteen years ago. But yeah. when George Bush got elected, we had the knowledge of about maybe forty percent of what we currently of have. what we currently have in yep. knowledge. And yet the Democrat in particular and the Republicans, when oil went above twenty three dollars under George Bush's presidency, they freaked out. Since this discovery, yeah. you could count on your hand how many times it's been lower than $50. And, and right now, if you priced it as according to the old standards, right. it would be at about $21 a barrel. What's interesting is the price is almost exactly the same as it was 19 years ago. Right. They're mad that it's not getting higher. Not not the price of oil, the price of gas. Right. Well, I remember that summer of 2000, I was, I was working as a security guard. I was 18, right? Yeah. And and I was I was freaking out because gas was two twenty five. I filled my tank for two thirty five last night, and that's cheap now. But oil, crude oil, is twice as high as it was then. That's because it's a and narrow... the gas price is still the exact same. So if anybody says that gas goes up with oil, no, it, it it's not that direct. It's a narrow politicized vision. Whoever tells you focus on gas prices in relation to oil, they are they it, it, it is it, it is almost a propaganda piece. To have that happen. And here's the other thing. Well, the average American doesn't see the f- price fluctuation of plastic bags either. You the know what I mean? The oil company makes the least amount from your gallon of gas. 
The oil company, uh, and not only that, the, the, the vast majority of who wins in the, in the so-called refining process is government. At every single stage, it's taxing the, the, the producer, everybody involved in it, and ultimately the consumer, which is why in Illinois, over 70 cents per gallon is taxes. Now it's even greater with this new Pritzker nonsense. So my thing is, this benefits Everybody who produces oil, whether they finger point at each other or not, they're all going big winners due to this, yeah, including, including us. Iran, us and the Saudis and the Russians and the Chinese. But here's the thing, too, for anybody saying that, oh, no, no, no the Saudis are in real trouble here. The Saudis themselves have said it's going to take them between two and three weeks to, to get back to normal. We're the only country. That's not that long. We're the only country that's founded on the citizen yet. For some reason, we are in this in this current age of when citizens should never, never just gullibly take what a government tells you and put ketchup on it and eat it. This is when you're supposed to question it for some reason in this country. And it's always the conservatives. If the government says it, it must be true. I mean, thank God. That's why when I was doing Joe Walsh's show and the guy called me from the Soviet Union, it made my whole night because this is the son of a gun that could tell you he lived it. You know, since since Obama uh, lifted the propaganda law and they could legally sell you propaganda now. How do you, you need to be twice as, as vigilant as to what's real and what could be propaganda. I would say that 75% of what you see on the internet is propaganda in one way or another. It is. Of course it is. Now let's go to a guy who uses the internet for an entirely other reason. It's Jim from Honduras. How are you? Good, man. How are you? But I'm stateside tonight, so. Oh, wonderful. Um, a couple things. First of all, the, the Russian guy, was his name Yuri? Is he from... Uh... He lives in Wisconsin? No, that was Yuri Bezmanov I was referring to, but uh, not everybody heard that show, so let's talk about this one. All right, no. handsome? <laughs> well, because a, a friend of mine named, he's a big libertarian in Kahnemuk, uh, but he's got a friend named Yuri Maltsov that left Europe about 30 years ago, and he had a big uh, ceremony about it about two or three weeks ago, oh. celebrating his anniversary 30 years ago. Okay. But anyways, this is uh, the reason why Trump is... is we're, we're smart in having Trump be president because we're more energy independent. So these little things like today in Saudi Arabia aren't going to affect us as tr- dramatically as it would have been, you know, as it would have in the old days. And you want to know something? My knee-jerk reaction when I first heard the first part of that sentence was to jump down your throat. But you're absolutely right. He's right. We you're 100 percent ex- right. We do export Plus, quite a bit of oil, though. Yeah. I, I, another another observation: When I was in Wisconsin, believe it or not, gas for like uh, premium unleaded is actually a lot more expensive than it is here. Believe it or not. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was paying like two... Uh, you want to buy a I Ferrari, know. Jim, you got to pay to gas. Tell your story somewhere else. It, I'm not it, crying. It does very much depend on what county in Illinois you're talking about, though. Of course. Well, because I want Sam's Club. It was under $3 for premium. All right. All of a sudden, it turned into the Salvation Army show. Let's focus on the broader point. What do you think, Jim? You're a guy who likes a lot of news. You watch this. You rah-rah with the tad on and the whole nine yards. Do you buy this? Do you buy this guy? You really think, oh, it's Iran? When Yemen came out and said, no, we did it. And do you, what's the next stage? Now do we just give Saudi more credit, more weapons, more guys, our guys, fighting their war? Is that What, what do you think is going to happen? Because I think that they're going to all profit from this. What do you say? Well, I would just say be patient and let it all uh, play out because maybe it's Yemen, but who's behind Yemen? You know, it's, it's, there's a lot of... Well, a lot of things at play. Riveting as usual. Thanks for calling. And yeah, nobody's suggesting that uh, that the Iranian you know military went and bombed this thing. That's that's not what Pompeo is saying. But notice to what Jim did. It's very very interesting. Yeah. He wants the people receiving the information to be patient. 
but not the people selling it. The people selling it, oh, you want to go to war with Iran? Go ahead. You don't be patient. Us who have questions, we are to be patient. And that well, is we a are, scary mindset. We kid. are the common serfs. We, that, it has not been deemed appropriate for us to have that is information a scary yet. scary mindset. And Isn't it's it? put on by the citizen. Oh, and it's accepted. Because they like, accepted. they like the administration. If this was Barack Obama. Oh, man. Which, by the way, he'd have less Democrats than Trump has. Well, first if, of all, there would be a good contingent of Alex Jonesian types going, this is a false flag operator. This was us that bombed. Yeah. Every big time right now national radio host would be questioning this information that we're supposed to put mustard on and eat it like it had a, came out of a Portillo's bag. I say no. You're making me hungry now. Anything with food. Jerk. Sure, why not? That's all right. Well, listen, it's the uh, cost of being suspicious. And you know why I'm suspicious? Because one day, Macbeth, one Paranoid day. Paranoid schizophrenia? One, well, sure, there might be a little of that. But one day, this guy's going to be, or, or somebody like him, will be at the helm. If it's a weapon that was designed to kill people on a battlefield, if the high-impact, high-velocity round, when it hits your body, shreds everything inside of your body because it was designed to do that so that you would bleed to death on a battlefield and not be able to get up and kill one of our soldiers. When we see that being used against children... And in Odessa, I met the mother of a 15-year-old girl oh. who was shot by an AR-15. And that mother watched her bleed to death over the course of an hour because so many other people were shot by that AR-15 in Odessa and Midland. There weren't enough ambulances to get to them in time. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. You know what happened today? You know what happened today? The White House announces it's going to release gun control uh, measures this week. Of course it Gun is. Gun control legislation. Of course they are. <laughs> we may laugh at this guy, but the important people are listening. We'll be back. 312-642-5600. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour each and every Sunday night, 8 to 9. And you know what I'm trying to do, Macbeth? I'm trying to expand that to the days. Slap and tickle. Drive time, Chicago. All right, let's go now to Matt, who called on request, ex-military guy. I'm not quite sure if he's going to argue or not. You never know. Why isn't my mouse working, Macbeth? Thank you, Matt. Hey, Sean. How are you? How are you? Good, good. I'm, I'm well. Hey. You know, there's, there's there's so many ways to unwind this. The the last week there was a report that came out that that said that Iran was responsible for 500 additional deaths in Iraq of of our guys, which you know is not news to anybody with a brain. You know, most most Americans don't don't get their news from anywhere other than the Tom Brokaw types, which is which is painfully obvious with how most of them vote. Mm-hmm. But it, at the end of the day, the Iranians are behind this. Period. End of story. They're they're funding it by by way of the zillion dollars that Obama laundered to them through uh, through through Switzerland. That that's that's kind of not really the the point, though. I agree with you, and I think you'll find a lot of our military guys agree with you. And as much as it's not really necessary for us to send our guys to go die on behalf of the Saudis. Or, or anybody in the Middle East anymore. It, it, None of us want to go there. 
none of us want to watch our buddies die there. I've I've buried so many friends from this BS in, in and that's what it is. And, and Matt, how about how it just changes the trajectory, the the entire trajectory of a nation? You know what? For the reason I'm like this, I had a cousin get killed in Vietnam. And my family, I was going to join and all. I'm the first one not to. I come from a long line of that. And when I did, when I went to go talk to him, my, my uncles, the ones I respected the most from World War II, my other one who joined with the cousin that got killed in Vietnam, they're like, listen, you understand what's going on here is that they're, 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 they're stoking a false patriotism to get you to not ask questions. And it just hit a chord with me. I was a kid. But it hit a chord with me, and I started to look up the information. And now, here we are in 2019. If you go back and you look at the information they used to get us into a war that was really, really about trade, believe it or not, with Vietnam, and how they misinformed the American people, and then said, oh, no, we made a mistake. After 58,000 guys were killed, and tens of thousands' lives changed forever, and family members in the whole country, I have always been suspicious. So when I hear something, yeah, well, I, I, I agree with you on Iran, but here's my retort to that. Is, are you saying that we haven't been working hand in glove with the skullduggery that's been going on with Saudi Arabia for, for 60 years? Oh, absolutely. No, no, not only have we been working with them, but, you know, you can, you can go back to uh, 9-11 and you, and you can, you can, you can, Glean from what occurred there They're all and Saudis. what occurred the same week. Fifteen of the nineteen they, are they, Saudis. Well, hey, listen. This, even even worse. That week, the the head of the the opposition in Afghanistan was was assassinated by the ISI, by the Pakistani secret police, whatever you want to call them. The head of the ISI was in the U.S. and sitting with the two guys that wrote the nine eleven report. At breakfast, the day that the towers came down. Now, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist. No, me either. But I like information. I'm just not. Yeah. But I am when it comes to exactly how our government and 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 you touched on it. You know, Obama made propaganda legal, which is the biggest criminality that that existed during the Obama administration. The guy did a lot of bad stuff, and he was a a really really he still is a really really bad guy. But that's the worst thing he did. Um, at the same time he did that, he placed all of his people in all of the mainstream media. And now, you know, you can't believe anything that any of them say. But but if you go and read about what happened around the same time as 9-11, it was all to, to in an attempt. It, it was it all boiled down to the, the, the crazies in D.C. wanting to keep Russia out of the picture. And, it, and it's and it's. It's full circle now, obviously. They, you know, they. And now we they, know, they we know that Russia. Mueller, we know that Mueller helped them afterwards, helped to get them out of the oh. country, helped free the, the paperwork of the connections, the fact that they were funding some of these guys. Now we, we have access to that. We know that now. We also know that George Bush Sr. had a 50 year relationship with the royal family. 50 year relationship yep. with the royal family. A lot of money was made. Back and forth there. So these are things that I think should be answered. And I have to tell you, Matt, before I let you go, I have to tell you this. Why is it that the Trump administration didn't revoke that executive order that Obama did that made propaganda legal? It was an executive order. It's the easiest thing in the world to revoke. All he has to do is do it. Because that, that is how the guys in D.C., maintain their ability to obfuscate the, the, the true facts of what are going on and what they're doing to us 
as opposed to what they're doing for us. Oh, man. It, you made, it all boils down to that. You made my night, not just because I agree with you, because you took the time to call, and you're an ex-military guy. I, I, I really uh, I am very happy and honored you called. Thank you so much, and thank you for your service. Thanks, and I, I don't mean that work, like man. a regular thing. I really mean it. Thank you. Um, you know, it's funny he says that, because I have the benefit. Here's, here, I'm going to tell you a little insight into the life. I live with a former Democrat, an entire Democrat union family, and I see the change that has happened in the, in the so-called Republican Party. And you know what that is? They're the Democrats today. The Republicans right now are the Democrats we grew up with, and that's why the Democrat uh, uh, Party is flailing like a fish in a boat. We'll discuss that when we get back. 312-642-5600. What country do you come from, sir? You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. Now, I got to tell you, I was, um, I'm optimistic on a lot of Trump stuff, even though I don't agree with a lot of his stuff. I am optimistic. But when I see this kind of stuff happen, I realize this is the kind of thing that they're going to keep going regardless of Trump's wishes. Because one of the things I liked about him is how he would talk about the stupidity of going into Iraq, how he made fun of it, said he would have never done it, he shouldn't have done it, how he uh, couldn't believe we were still in Afghanistan. Yeah. And notice he started to make a stink, what, about 10 days ago? Give or take. You know what you know will shut up a stink like that? An oil fire in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. That'll make the guy shut up, won't it? He seems See, very adept at hindsight. I'm not sure how good he is at, at recognizing these things as they happen. But there, here's the thing. My point to you is I think that the war machine, we are in a welfare warfare economy. Those are hard wheels to stop turning. He, and they're not going to let him turn them. They're not going to let him slow them down. They're not going to let him do anything. And I don't think it's a coincidence that seven to ten days ago, he's saying we got to get the hell out of there. Fires John Bolton. And it's awful convenient two days later, you got a war now, or you got a, you got a calamity, or you got a situation where what he was really talking about has to be put on the back burner. Nice try, Sean. There you go. Mike Gallagher. I'm still so proud he mentioned me. That's actually me. He's talking about me. <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, he was talking down to you. That's I think okay. That's what he was doing. I'll take the insults. I love it, baby. If I couldn't take the insults, I wouldn't be married this long. You know what I mean? See what I did there? All right. So now. Yeah, I don't care. Here's what I was, I teased a little bit. I'm listening to Democrats flail. I watched the Sunday shows, which we, I told you about, but we didn't have time to get the clips. However, what I will say, it doesn't matter because they are in full panic mode. From Donna Brazil to every other panelist, they don't know what to do. All they know how to do, they sound like the guys that are running against Trump and can't pick apart his policy issues. They just don't like him. But they can't give you a specific reason. He's it's, not a good person. He's it's a bad. Really strange to watch because, because you'd think if, if you had okay, if we lined up ten people who disliked you, right? Yeah, they would be able to find enough things that they disagreed with you on to make a policy stance against you. They can't do it against Trump. It's so weird because he is a Democrat. You and I can come up with more policy issues that we have with him. He's a charismatic, good salesman. But the policies he's implementing are Democrat policies, and they don't know how to get him back. I mean, for everything from the, 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 the full protectionism. Oh, he's about to take gun control from him, unfortunately. He's going to take gun control with this move. He took the money. They love free credit, big spending, and who cares about that? That's their, their, their platform. 
That's their thing, baby. And now he took it and he's doing it better than them, which is why. And I'm going to tell you something, McBeth. It's the women. I watch my wife and her friends. They love this guy. I can't believe it. He can do no wrong. And they're reading all of the nonsense that, you know, the propaganda and they're all in. They buy the, the, the national protectionist policy, although absolute and total failure and doesn't work in a calamity and, and, and strengthens unions and all the, all the people who are paying government, it pays off. It sells politically. And the Democrats don't know how to get it back. And he did it beautifully, which is why when asked to do that thing on Fox News years and years ago, 2016, did you ever see me do that with, with Dan Prof? He's still mad at me for that. You know why? He was all dressed up. He had his suit on. Yeah. All dolled up. He's the man of letters with the real monotone voice. You know what I mean? And he's Fox News got the camera on us. And he asked me. He said, I work for the CIA. He goes, he goes like this. He goes, so what do you think? And it was right when Trump skipped the debates to have the pep rally. You remember that? And I said, real loud voice, I said, you know why? Because the best politician in that room is the guy who says he's not a politician. Because you know what I understood a long time ago? If you're in business, if you're working, everything is politics. The way in which you have to interact, especially in real estate, the way in which you have to do that is to be that charismatic, finding the solution guy who can talk to anybody, whether it's a lady whose house you're trying to misuse eminent domain to steal like the parking lot. Right. Or it's a banker you're trying to get finance a billion dollar casino that you have no idea if it makes money or not. And if a guy can do both of those things, that's a politician, brother. Well, it's, it's basically the same skill set. It is right? the you gotta, exact same skill set, you gotta, only you got to produce. you got to make people happy enough to get what you want and then make them not mad enough that they come after you. And that's what the politicians, the, the phony, the, the professional politicians, the ones who just, you know, tell you what you want to hear. And, you know, I, I, I don't know if you could say it on radio. You know, that pee in your ear, tell me it's raining. All right. Anyway. Why, so what he was saying, folks, because we had <laughs> yeah. to dump that because no, did he you asked. Dump it? All right, it was yes. Um, is, is politicians who say they're, they're doing something, but then uh, yeah, they're not doing because that. Because what they do is they learned how to not produce and to profit from loss. But if they could have this new crop, if Trump could inspire this new kind of guy who wants to get something done and can make you understand why you have to disagree with something you formally believed in, like the conservatives of today, that's a scary time because the Democrats cannot answer. And when you see them throwing old men and children at him, and that is truly the Democrat field, old men and children. I know Elizabeth Warren is a woman, but really, can you tell the difference we, at this we point? We need to do some sort of uh, web-based thing where we take some animations of, of what you say and, and make them literally happen. Oh, I so we need to have an animation of someone literally throwing old men and children. See, we're growing. We're growing because that's what they're doing. They're trying everything. They really are throwing everything at it. And if you, but, but it's funny because, and you know, you know that they're trying to find the personality that can get them because they're all saying the same thing. I never saw 10 people that completely agreed with each other and pretended it's an argument. They're all agreeing. Here's their, the, in a nutshell, they want to control everything from the time you come out of the womb till the time you go in the box. And then it'll be utopia. 312-642-5600. We will be back after this. This is the Liberty Hour. 
Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. You know, I didn't realize, because I'm not good with the Facebook. I still call it the Facebook. And I'm barely yeah. good with Twitter. I didn't realize, you know, people are watching us. And for those who How's don't think... For those who don't realize that the number is actually, there's a little tiny window down in the bottom right, because because that's where they put my giant head, Um, but the number's actually there. It's a sign on the window that people can see. So if you're wondering what the number is to call in, it's on the video. I have to tell you something, especially when I have a migraine, but I have to tell you, I do love when people take the time to call. It means a lot to me, because I'll never forget when I first started calling radio. You know, there's a statistic that it's less than 10% of the people listening actually call. Yeah, I think it's probably far less than that. I've got a lot of character flaws because I've never heard a discussion I didn't want to interrupt. What do you think of that? Y- yeah, I think the first <laughs> part of that sentence was absolutely true, and the second right. part of that sentence was also absolutely true. All right, so during the, the I had to do Joe Wall, or uh, I guess it's the Would you stop that? Drive time. I, have to, I did the afternoon drive time show on, on Friday, and I was so appalled that I had just watched this debate. Yeah. And and the idea that it was being cheered and that the re, the realization by me that listen 50% of your fellow countrymen yeah are socialists. I couldn't get off that into the specificity of what each moron said. Yeah. I've got audio of that debate. Here. All right, hit me with a moron. Oh yeah. There you go. You don't have another one? No, the rest are for you. All right, I'm going to tell you. First of all, let's just do it because I don't think we have a lot of time. We don't. Old man Bernie. <laughs> it's like watching my dog get old. You know how to get skinny then? Yeah. The bones start showing in her neck. That's how used to be capable of something. He starts but losing now really where don't. he is. He's yeah. going in circles in the yard. That's I want to start calling Bernie Moe. Poor guys. Nah. I'll tell you what, they both look terrible. That's true. Uh, as for Joe Biden, it's it would be heartbreaking if he wasn't always a jerk. But the reality that they've painted this guy as some statesman. Do you know about this guy? He's really not a pleasant man. 40 years of being a jerk. A bum. Profiting from tragedy. That's who this guy is. With those two moron kids. Sorry. Just the way it is. The one dimwit. Investment banker. Billionaire. Over the last six years. He couldn't spell investment banking. And if I took the lights out of the exit sign, he couldn't leave a room. The stupid son of a gun. Billionaire. Because he's exploiting the relationship of the old man and being the vice president at the time. And the idea that the Democrats sit up there and pretend he's a statesman as he's bleeding out of his eye and it's time for a diaper change is sickening to me. Now, because some people are simple, we really should specify that we are not talking about the deceased members of his family. When you say it's more on kids. No, I'm talking about the one that's yes. alive. But why? Yes, of I, course. I, but some people are, are stupid. I, so. Listen, I, I don't, I, just because somebody's dead either, he doesn't have to be cantonized. Um, but to say he doesn't profit from death in his family, uh, I pose to you he's where he is because he's profited from tragedy, just like they all do. You know, that's why it, it, it doesn't pay. Politics is the, is the one arena in life. It doesn't pay to have any integrity. You'd go out of business very, very soon. Um, but it, it, we're doing a quick recap. Camilla Harris, I don't know. She just seems angry to me. And there's too many men married for a very long time to women who have hot flashes all the time, don't want that running the country. I could be wrong, but that's just how it seems to me. Yeah, well, you know. And as for, for far as the kid, Budigig, he's a child. He, You're a crybaby. Yeah. A wh- and then you talk to me, you talk to me, a man, like you know what's best for me? A guy who's been in business his whole life, and you talk to me how you, you know what society's missing? Just your little ideas of utopia, and then it'll be great. And by the way, what are you going to do? You're going to tax the hell out of everybody with a job, and you're going to pretend you stick up for some of us, yeah, it's, just if we're not real good at the it's job. It's canned naivete. 
I'll tell you what, it makes me want to go on a headbutting spree. I can't stand it. <laughs> it really does. I was big on the headbutting spree. It's not going to make you any uglier. And Cory Booker, all I have to say is... Newark. I mean, really? That's all I have to say is Newark. Go First look all, at Newark. What are you so excited about? He seems too excited. It's that fake excitement. Oh, yeah. Got a mirror in your house? You shouldn't be that excited. All right, speaking of big heads, I will talk to you next week. All right, brother. Have fun. All right, I've had, a, I've had a good time, and we will be back. Oh, I'm doing um, the afternoon drive time, and when I do it, it's called Slap and Tickle Drive Time Chicago, uh, Thursday and Friday. All right, so be sure and tune in. We'll talk to you later. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.